Hey there, Music Podcast for Kids listeners. This is Mr. Henry, and we want to thank you so much for listening to the show. We absolutely love educating the world all about music. And you know what's pretty cool? You can be a part of our mission as well. If you leave a review, more people can listen to the show. So you can help us with the journey of educating the world all about music. So if you could take a moment to leave a review of the show, we would greatly appreciate it. Thanks so much. That's what we're gonna do Mr. Henry Mr. Fight Exploring along with you Learning music, having fun That's what we're gonna do Mr. Henry Mr. Fight Love hanging out with you The Music Podcast for Kids Hello and welcome to The Music Podcast for Kids We're your hosts, Mr. Henry And Mr. Fight Music Educators Extraordinaire! The Music Podcast for Kids is a fun and educational podcast where we learn and explore the best subject ever. Music! And now the music joke of the day. We love jokes. So if you have a joke, please visit our website, themusicpodcastforkids.com to submit your joke. And guess what? It doesn't even have to be a music joke. It can be any joke. We will read and enjoy your joke on the podcast and also let everyone know who it came from and where you are in this great, big, wonderful music world. Our joke of the day is... This joke comes from a listener of the show, Jalen. The lion and the cheetah had a race and the cheetah won. The lion said, You cheetah! And the cheetah said, You lion. (laughs) Cheetah, lion. Good one, Jalen. Make sure to send in your jokes by visiting our website, themusicpodcastforkids.com. A link to the website can be found in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you are enjoying the show so far. Please subscribe to the podcast to receive the latest episodes and leave a review through iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, get updates on what we are up to through Facebook and Instagram by finding us at Music Podcast for Kids. Links will be found in the show notes. On to the show! Just chat. Just chat. Just chat. Just chat. Just chat. Just chatting, just chatting. We have a very special guest with us today on the Music Podcast for Kids, Ezra and Keith from Trout Fishing in America. Thanks for being on the show. You're very welcome. Thanks for having us. By the way, I'm Keith. He's Ezra. We look a lot alike. People get us confused. (laughs) Totally understandable. Uh, Well, since we're a music podcast for kids, we always like to ask our special guests how they got started with music. So can you tell us how old you were when you first started playing music and kind of where your musical journey took you through your growing up years? Maybe, Keith, you can start us off. It is so different, what he went through and what I went through. It is amazing. I uh, 
I started playing piano when I was eight years old, almost eight, seven or so. And my parents felt that every person needed one year of piano lessons to become a well-rounded human being. So they gave myself, they put me in there for piano lessons for my one year. And at the end of a year, I would not quit. I, I just took it out on the piano. I love the piano, all that. I, I took lessons and all that kind of stuff. Later, I started playing the upright bass when I got into junior high school and I studied classically. I made, I was a hot shot. I made all state four years in a row and all that stuff. And I played two years with the Houston Symphony. Uh, I went to college and I studied music. Yes, I read music, uh, things like that. And I've always, but I put myself through school by playing in clubs and playing parties and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I've always lived with my feet in both worlds, uh, the classical world, the pop world, something like that. And that is how I got where I am today, cool. sort of. Let, let him catch up to that point. So I was about 14 years old, and uh, my mom was visiting a couple of friends of hers, and one of them had a guitar. And she showed me three chords e a and d and i realized the second i put those three chords in my fingers i could play half of the pop songs i was listening to on the radio louis louis gloria game of love they were all those three chords and uh my mom bought the guitar for 25 bucks i took that guitar home and I, i got a milton oaken great songs of the 60s songbook that had all the diagrams for the chords that you could play and uh, I went nuts. I mean, that in the Mel Bay Book of Chords taught me the idea of playing guitar. I got a job when I was a junior in high school playing at a dinner theater. I would stroll from table to table to table playing songs. I had about a five-song repertoire. And by the time I got to the fifth table, I could start over again. And nobody really heard the same song twice as I went wandering around this dinner theater. <laughs> got paid like $5 an hour, all the tips I could make. And then they fed me at the end of the evening, but but the people didn't eat at their buffet. And I could take my girlfriend to a dinner theater show every time they had a new one. So I was sad. That's a great deal. I played basketball in in college for one year and decided pretty quickly that was not where my brain was and music was. And I just jumped into playing music. Now, I don't read a note of music. Okay. But I think it's interesting to point out that both Keith and I come from radically different places and ended up with the, the same, same job. job. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. And do you play multiple instruments? Do either of you play more than just your primary? Both, both of us do. I play the uh, uh, upright bass. I play the bass guitar. I play some guitar. I play piano. And I've taken up the violin in the oh, last cool. few years. Awesome. And I really enjoyed that. I play guitar, mandolin, bazooki, five-string banjo, and drums and percussion instruments. We are music fans. We wow. love it, and we love it in all shapes, sizes, and forms. And hey, one last follow-up. Do you, do you have a favorite instrument out of those you're playing, even new ones that you have? Whatever's in my hands at this <laughs> moment. It, right. They are all different people. It's like you know, asking a musician if he has a favorite girlfriend. They're just all different. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I, I love you think differently. Keith and I were talking about this this morning that different instruments make you think differently. Like he started writing a song uh, a few weeks ago on the fiddle. 
Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful melody. And he, he came over with this melody, and then we we finished this song. This melody just falls out of your hands on the violin. It's so beautiful. It's like, I just can't believe nobody's ever thought of this before because <laughs> it was so pretty and so natural. Yeah. Today, I tried to play it on the bass. It's almost unplayable. Mm. It's so yeah. weird how one instrument it can be so idiomatic for and another not at all. Do you guys yeah. play? Do either of y'all play musical instruments? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're both uh, general music teachers, uh, mm-hmm. public school general music teachers. And uh, we write our own music, too. So, you know, guitar, drums, piano. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so awesome. you know what we're talking about. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It will inspire a totally <clears throat> different thought process. Yeah, and that whole yeah. thing and about it, when you write a melody that is like, you, it's really good. And you're like, wait, that I have to have stolen that from somebody. That can't, it can't be that, <laughs> can't sound that good. <laughs> no. I know. Amazing. So your songs, uh, they have some really funny stuff in them. Uh, so what makes you guys laugh? Just, you know, uh, and are your songs born from these funny situations or just random funny stuff you're thinking about? Like how, how does it all come together? Well, just generally, I start with lyrics and Ezra starts with music. We co-write pretty much everything. Uh, I do have a degree in music, so I uh, become his editor. When he comes at me with some chords and some ideas, I say, you could go here, you could go here, and we have some options. Now, where we get our ideas is from everyday life. Real life, we just take, I take notes as I walk around. I have notebooks of all kinds of ideas. You got to start with an idea when you write a song, then you build on that idea. For instance, one morning, I got up with my son and uh, was making him waffles and getting him ready to get on the uh, on the bus to go to school. We live in rural Arkansas, so they took the bus to get to school, and he got into the bathroom, looked in the mirror, said, Hey, Dad, look, my hair had a party last night. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. It, it hit me like a ton of bricks. And when he went to school, when he got on the bus, I called Keith. I said, I don't know how it goes. But this is the name of our next song. Can we play it for you? <laughs> Absolutely. That would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Here we go. <clears throat> One, two, three, four. My hair had a party last night. It must have got into a terrible fight. Cause when my head hit the pillow, it was looking all right. My hair had a party last night. My hair had a party last night When I laid down, everything was alright You started out friendly, but there must have been a fight My hair had a party last night Early in the morning, I get out of my bed The birdies are singing outside There's waffles on the table and a cold glass of milk I got a warm, happy feeling inside I can't wait to go to school and I love myself I'm the captain of the football team The alarm goes off and I hear mom yelling And I realize it must have been a dream Oh my, hair had a party last night It must have got into a terrible fight Cause when my head hit the pillow it was looking alright My hair had a party last night My hair had a party last night When I laid down everything was alright you started out nothing, but there must have been a fight. My hair had a party last night. Okay, right now, this is the audience participation part of the song. Everybody out there watching this, shake your head, make your hair have a party. Just... 
excellent. Let me show her make your neighbors here have a party, even if they don't have very much. Bruce. I pick up a brush, I pick up a comb I look at the scissors but I leave them alone There's a lizard that lives in the rocks by the sea This morning that lizard looks a lot like me I try to wet it down but it only makes it worse The colic in the back is a family curse Pick up a cap and I put it on my head Wish I was dreaming back in my warm bed party last night. Here must I got into a terrible fight. Cause when my head hit the pillow, it was looking alright. My hair had a party last night. My hair had a party last night. When I lay down, everything was alright. You started out friendly, but there must have been a fight. My hair had a party last night. Last night. Last night. Came from what my son said, and Keith started writing on the words. And we had just been to uh, the Strawberry Festival in California, and I had watched Richard Thompson play. Richard Thompson is a great guitar player and songwriter, but this felt like a Richard Thompson kind of groove, and it also felt like the song. It had a lot of energy. And so we took those words and put it with the music, and that became the song. Oh, we, awesome. we play that song. Uh, sometimes we do songwriting workshops with kids, and we go into classrooms and libraries and stuff and talk to them about the process of writing music, sort of demystify that creative process. And with we present this song, and if you say, my hair is all messed up, which is what the song is about, it sounds kind of like this. My hair was all messed up My hair was all messed up I woke up in the morning and I looked in the mirror And my hair was all messed up Okay, that's reporting. It's boring. Yeah. Yeah. If you change it, it's saying the same thing, but my hair had a party last night, then suddenly all these different images happen and it becomes a song. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. <laughs> that is amazing. That's great. So your na the name of your group, Trout Fishing in America, it's a very unique name for a band. And uh, can you explain how you came up with the name? And I'm also curious, what other were there other possible names that were thrown around as you were trying to trying to figure out what, what it was going to end up being? Well, if you look at the Richard Brodigan Library, you can see that perhaps Trout Fishing in America might have been the most uh, appropriate name for us, um, as opposed to some of his other books. But Keith and I were in California at the time, and we needed a name to enter a talent contest. We were with another band. That band lost work. We were now living on the street as two musicians. He talked me, we, these guys talked me out of the Houston Symphony. Well, of course, the symphony had a <laughs> union lockout at the time. But uh, they talked me into this rock and roll world, and I went off on the road with them. And next thing I knew, I was out on the street corners playing like a 150-year-old bass, you know, and out there on the, it, was, it was an amazing time for us. But uh, I, the name is taken from a Richard Brodigan book. I'm a Brodigan fan. I did a lot of reading of his stuff. I love the way the man put together, reconstructed the English language. He would, you know, use phrases like, she began to umbrella herself. <laughs> wow, what is that? You know, and the words would change. And I love that style. So when we were on this tour, the tour fell apart. 
And Ezra and I were on the street corners and somebody said, what is the name of your band? And I just flippantly (laughs) said, you know, Trout Fishing in America, because that's what we were doing. We were running out of money and he was trying to catch fish so we could live on it. You know, it was amazing time in our life. We were very young men. It was a joke at first, you know, and, and we didn't want to call ourselves by the name of the band that we were touring with at the time. That just didn't make sense. And so we just that as a Beatles, yeah, that, that was, was the Beatles. Beatles. <laughs> that was us, the Beatles. So we anyway, we trout fishing in America seemed like a joke. But then we would occasionally do a side gig and we thought, well, that's just a stupid enough name. Nobody will suspect we're with this other band. So we would do gigs as trout fishing in America. Nobody would know. Nobody would come out. We just have a good time playing. And that was kind of that was really the, the whole concept to really enjoy what we were playing and not be overly serious. Now, I got to tell you, see, when we're doing this, teachers would come out to our shows. Music teachers would come out to our shows and say, man, I wish there was something you guys could do. Come and play for my kids in the classrooms. Yeah. And we thought that was a really great idea that she, uh, the teacher that I'm uh, thinking about, Patsy, she uh, wanted us to show that music came not just from the radio, not just from the television, but from people. And that if kids saw that people could do it, they would know that they would be a people too someday. And they are a people, you know, they could also play music. We thought it was a great idea. So we went in the classrooms and we played music for the kids, but we didn't know any kids songs. So we played blues. (laughs) We played, uh, we played Beatles. We played rock and roll. We played all kinds of stuff. Stuff that we wrote, too. I mean, love songs. We didn't play down to the kids. We just played at them. Yeah. And they loved it. And you guys have been doing this for over 40 years. First of all, congratulations on yeah. that milestone. That That's amazing. And I was looking at your website, uh, and it said that it mentioned that you guys individually are very different. So um, we'll dig a little deeper into this. Could you tell us what makes each of you really different, how you've managed to be such a creative team for so long being so different? I think the difference is what has really helped us. I mean, we we both have different strengths and weaknesses that the other seems to shore up. The family I grew up in was beatnik, bohemian, uh, really loose, loose, loose family. And... um, so I was exposed to things like when I was a kid, I'd go down to the docks with my mom's boyfriend, who was a Greek merchant marine, and listen to Greek music and watch men dance together with a, with a, with a handkerchief with each other. And, and just these sort of wild experiences. I went to ballets. I went to um, other dance recitals, art museums, and poetry readings. These are the kind of things that I grew up on. Mm-hmm. My childhood was the opposite of that. Uh, it was just very normal. I just grew up in a normal house you know we had a couple of cars you played baseball i played base i love baseball i grew up it was either going to be baseball or music well i didn't grow so it was music uh but my parents would take me to go see the sound of music you know on the, the screen and he would his mom would drop him off to go see lightning hopkins at a biker bar i mean this is a different childhood completely yeah. now we are very different as human beings I, I often flippantly said how have you guys managed to stay friends for so long we've never been attracted to the same woman so that that is very important that will break a band up quicker than anything you can imagine and, and we both have like different strengths keith is a really great organizer um, and things need to be organized and pay attention to details. 
that's great. I will see the long shot. You know, mm-hmm. I will look at where we could possibly end up. Mm-hmm. And uh, those sorts of ideas come willing out of me pretty quick and easy. I find that, that I don't want to hang out with me. I know what I am. I want to hang out with somebody that's different, different. than me, that yeah. offer a different opinion about something. I don't want to hang out with just people that think exactly like me. Mm-hmm. I want to hang out with everybody. Boy, talk about what the world needs. Honestly, differences. It's it's what makes us better and stronger. When we moved to Arkansas from Houston, Texas, I was uh, really happy that my children did not grow up in a monoculture of age and 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 race and everything. We came with we go to the school on the bus with different races and different ages. I mean, there were seniors Mm -hmm. in high school riding the same bus that my elementary school kids were riding on, (laughs) and my kids had to relate to them. And when we're living out in the country. My kids' friends are the neighbors next door who are in their 60s, and they relate to them as friends and as real people. They grew up a whole lot differently yeah. instead of being in the same grade, the same people, the same age the whole time. Yeah, cool. So we are curious as to maybe what your favorite song is to perform, and um, <laughs> there might just it might be all of them. I don't know. <laughs> Can I offer instead of okay? Uh, your favorite song is whatever you wrote last. That, that's kind of what happens. But <laughs> you know what? That's so true. It is. It really it is. is. But it is so true. Can, can we present to you a song that was both of our mother? We had very different mothers, but it was both of our mothers' least favorite song. That's how perfect. we knew it was a good song because <laughs> neither of our mothers liked it. Here we go. A quiet day at school A little after lunch I was sitting in the library Reading adventure books I felt something in my nose So I discreetly pulled it out And when I saw it on my finger I wanted to scream and shout It was wiggling and jiggling and jumping up and down I was at the library and couldn't make a sound There was an alien in my nose An alien in my nose He was gross, 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 gross There was an alien in my nose Purple, green, and slimy With pointy teeth and bloodshot eyes I tried to shut it in a book But it survived So I stabbed it with my pencil Tried to wipe it on a friend It took my lunch Said take me to your leader And jump back up my nose again There was an alien in my nose An alien in my nose It was gross, 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 gross There was an alien in my nose Suck the smart out to make me crazy and insane. So I threw it on the floor 
tried to squish it with my shoe when this didn't work i knew what i would have to do i had to be brave and save the world i knew i had to defeat it there was only one way to stop this thing i knew i was gonna have to eat it <laughs> There was an alien in my everybody now. That's so great. Now, one of the things I was hoping, if you guys don't mind, I was, and that that song is a perfect example. So, the idea was wanted to get across to our audiences that you guys are a duo. So, if there, both of your parts are equally as important as the other. So, maybe Ezra, would you mind playing your part, like starting off where they're singing, and just you doing your part to hear what that sounds like by itself. Can you play your part, but just by yourself? I will. Yeah, and that's, that's how amazing. They work together. It's just not the same without both of you playing. I just want our audience to realize that when you're working as a team, there's no lone rangers. You, I mean, yeah, they're solo, you know, musicians, but working as a team is so. And your voices as well. One of you takes the melody, one song, the other one does the harmony, and switch back and forth. And I just think that's so. Uh, it's it's such a bright spot in, in your music. So that's such a unique sound, and our audience needs to really know that. We're both really percussive. We're both really percussive players. Yeah. So. Keith is playing these, this melody that's happening, but he's also slapping the bass. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm playing sort of short percussive chords. You know? Give the illusion of there being a bigger rhythm section right. behind us. Yeah. Yeah. It's ensemble work. That's what it is. Yes. It's just ensemble play. You know, neither one of you have to be the best player in the right. whole universe or anything. But if you can play together yeah. and keep the sound that way it makes the song come alive and you probably try different things too right do you try different different versions of the song just to see what it would experiment a little bit yes Yes. (laughs) we we wrote a song fairly recently that um i was trying to robert tripp tuning on my guitar and i came up with these chords with the robert tripp tuning and it sounded like another song that we had written and we didn't like that didn't want it to sound like the other song we'd written yeah so we said, well, try it this way. He said, well, try playing it like it was a blues song or a country song. <laughs> and it didn't work. Then we, we came up with, well, maybe play it like as if it was the birds. And the, the chords are going to be chords no matter what context you have right. them in. But when the song came up like a bird's song, it just shined. Oh, 
by the birds we don't mean those birds you know like the <laughs> yeah. birds from whale well, it was a band that was together a long long time ago that's right tweeting going on there. Yeah. <laughs> so the word on the street is that you guys have released uh, some new music uh the rock and teen combo so tell us about the new project fo- where folks can get it and you know and all of your music so if you go to where you can get it is our website Mm-hmm. troutmusic.com and there will be a little place there that says music and you can purchase these this this tackle box project that we've started the tackle box project includes rock and teen combo as one box inside the tackle box there were other boxes as well three song generally boxes that, that related to each other and we've done four now so far this has all been because of the pandemic um, mm-hmm. this is what we did instead of Uh, doing nothing we decided that we would use the time and write songs and we would release them and cds it's hard to sell these days unless you're on stage people want to buy stuff they want to take a souvenir from the concert Mm -hmm. if you're not on stage there ain't no souvenirs you know (laughs) nobody's shopping looking for a trout fishing in america something you know so it's downloadable and what we include we include the three songs artwork his sister does she's a fabulous artist awesome. uh we include the artwork lyrics and stuff like that just like a liner note plus a video link for watching us play those very songs like it was a concert so that's what we've been doing one of the nice things about it is it does skip the middle man you know in, in the music industry these days there is so much live streaming going on and not live stream just streaming in general you right. know and or um um, iTunes, those kinds of things. Sure. And it pays fractional amounts of money to the artists and the creators of the content. Mm-hmm. Fractional amounts. In, in in downloading stuff from our website, you're paying directly to us, which helps support us. And it's a big it's a big positive for us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's sure. that's awesome. So we'll make sure you put that, put that in the show notes mm-hmm. uh, in the description for the for this. Um, so as speaking we wrap, of kids, we, speaking of CDs yeah. though, we sure. do have like how many Susan like twenty something <laughs> different CD projects, something like that. So yeah. we have the kids kind of on one side, the adult stuff on the other. Although nothing, we don't work blue. Kids can listen to anything they want. Adults right. can listen to whatever they want. Yeah. Our main focus is just families, you know, just all ages. Get them all out here together, and I'll play a song that somebody in their family will like. That's that's what what we're about. I really love that about you guys. It's really, really amazing. Um, So as as we kind of wrap up here, I'd like to ask uh, if you guys could offer some advice or a little bit of wisdom to our audience as they explore music. What's something that you would want to leave them with? Advice. In, in the words of my great friend, Kathy O'Connell, learn to swim. <laughs> now they're looking for advice. Musical about advice. <laughs> musical advice. Musical. My advice is listen. Listen to music. Listen to as, as much music as you can find. And not just the same kind of music. Listen to different styles of music. And in listening to it, Try to play, and I love starting on piano. That's my advice, start on piano. It's like a computer, you know, it's right there. It's all, you don't have to make the notes. You don't have to hold your mouth a certain way. Mm-hmm. Push the note, the note sounds. Mm-hmm. There it is. And you can figure out scales and harmony. You can understand music from a piano. Yes. It's harder to understand music from a bass or another instrument, but you can, but I think it's easier on the piano. Yeah. That's my basic advice is to listen and to get involved. 
play. Play. And if you can play with friends, mm. that it makes it 10 times better. You know, playing by yourself is one thing. It's kind of okay. But music always sounds better with other folks playing. Awesome. Also, there's the nerve thing about playing music in front of people. It keeps a lot of really fine players from playing in front of other people. Is that nerve thing? Right. Get on the stage. Get over it. Get just get into it. Change the the language in your head. Talk to yourself like I'm going to go play this, and I am so happy. This yeah. is great, and play it. Mean it. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. Well, Ezra and Keith, the amazing duo of trout fishing in America, we've had a blast hanging out with you and getting to know you and your music. So thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us. And uh, we wish you guys all the best in your uh, mission to make the world laugh and sing along with your awesome music. So thank you so much. Bill and Bruce, thank you both. Time to wrap it up, folks. Thank you so much for tuning into the Music Podcast for Kids. We hope you enjoyed the show, and most importantly, learned something cool today about music. Remember to send in your jokes or even a topic in music you would like us to discuss by visiting our website, themusicpodcastforkids.com. If you are interested in awesome educational and fun songs for your kids to listen and sing along with, please visit brucefight.com. Music is available to download with iTunes, CD Baby, and Facebook. And most streaming platforms like Spotify and Amazon Radio. Links will be found in the show notes. If you are interested in learning how to play the piano with a fun and engaging curriculum geared toward kids, please subscribe to Mr. Henry's YouTube channel called Mr. Henry's Music World. Links will be found in the show notes. Please visit iTunes to leave a review of the podcast and also share the podcast with friends, relatives, aliens, whoever. Again, we thank you so much for tuning in.